Welcome to the Heart Soul Wisdom Podcast, a journey of self-discovery and transformation. Moira Sutton and her amazing guests share real-life stories, tools, and strategies to inspire and empower you to create and live your best life. Come along on the journey and finally blast through any fears, obstacles, and challenges that have held you back in the past so you can live your life with the joy, passion, and happiness that you desire. Now, here's your host, Create the Life You Love Empowerment Life Coach, Moira Sutton. Welcome to Episode 2, Animal Communication to the Rescue, with our special guest and friend, animal communicator Suzanne Thibault. Suzanne is a spiritual life coach and animal communicator, working with animal lovers to effectively communicate and heal with their pet. She is the best-selling author of Animal Wisdom Tales, co-author of Animal Legacies, and a sought-after speaker. Suzanne has interviewed more than 80 pets and wild animals worldwide asking them one question. What wisdom would you like to share with human beings to help us better understand life? Their responses provide profound guidance that can transform how you view the world around you. Suzanne shares with us how animals are not just our companions. They are our teachers, healers, and therapists who show us what needs nurturing in our own personal lives. On today's show, Suzanne will share with you how animals communicate as impasse, real-life stories and animal communication tips that will empower you in your relationship with animals and for you to understand how the spiritual intuitive process of animal communication is available to everyone. So without further ado, a warm welcome to Suzanne. Welcome, Suzanne. Hi, Moira. Moira, thank you for having me today. Oh, I'm thrilled. You're such a beautiful spiritual being, and we're friends, and um, I feel very blessed to have you in my, my life. Me too. So let's just dive in. What, okay. what, what is animal communication, and how did you start talking to animals? I see animal communication as a spiritual tool available to everyone, and it's using your intuition through the Holy Spirit to speak to animals, not just your own pets, but also wild animals. And my journey into animal communication began at a very early age for me, around age eight. I had a childhood dog named Wiggles, and she taught me that love makes all things possible. Mm. Her unconditional love showed me that her love was bigger than my fear. So what I, oh, go ahead. So what challenges did you have or fear that you had when you were young that, that Wiggles came along and helped you? Well, I grew up in an extremely dysfunctional family. And at age eight, my parents did the unthinkable. They left me home alone while they went on vacation to Tahiti for two weeks. Oh, wow. This was not like the movie Home Alone, where <laughs> eight-year-old Kevin goes grocery shopping and orders pizza. At my age eight, I went into deep, traumatic, PTSD type of traumatic fear 
it felt like I fell into a pit of fear and my whole body shook with fear and I was screaming out in fear and Wiggles was there with me. And this was the first time I heard her speak to me. She Mm. said, don't be afraid. You are not alone. I am here with you and I love you. As a small child hearing that, somehow her words lifted me up out of that pit of fear. And I just looked at her with amazement Mm. and gave her a hug and thanked her. That fear was so traumatic to me, it felt like I was dying inside. Mm -hmm. And hearing Wiggles pull me up out of that, that's why I give Wiggles credit for saving my life. Wow, that's quite the powerful story, Susanna. And again, at age eight, that is traumatic and scary. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, very much. And the gift in that, though, was that you were opened up intuitively for this gift to communicate with Wiggles. And then, of course, your journey of communicating with many animals. Right. She really taught me the power of animals' love that they have for us and how much animals support us in our lives. So what is the study of animal communication and how does it work? So animal animal communication works through your intuitive abilities and also through spirit's loving guidance. Mm. And animals communicate through the heart. We have our logical mind and then we have our heart intuition or mind that many people talk about. And if you try to talk to animals with your mind, mm-hmm. they can't receive it. But if you talk to them through your heart space, where you're including your feelings and emotions of love with it, then they can receive it. And you, in turn, can receive their response back to you. And it all is this connection through the heart where we're talking and having a conversation with them. So how does animal telepathy come into play and how do they communicate with you? Like, how did you hear that? Did you, you heard that as an intuitive? How do other people start to open up to, to have this experience? Um, you can open up by going down into your heart and focusing your awareness inside your heart before you use your intuition. Mm-hmm. And that makes that connection into the heart for better intuitive connection. And for me, as an adult now, I give Wiggles credit for saving my life. But as an adult, I've learned that spirit works in many mysterious ways. Yes. <laughs> and that was actually spirit talking to me through Wiggles to save my life. Yes. And so for animal communication today, we do work through spirit to talk to animals. And spirit acts as a translator for us and assists us in using our intuition. I used to not realize that. I used to think I was doing it all myself Mm -hmm. until spirit tapped me on the shoulder and said, hello. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I went into a lot of self-doubt because Mm -hmm. on a spiritual level, I want to make sure I'm working in divine truth. And I went into self-doubt and wondered, is animal communication really real? And Spirit led me to read a section of the Bible we're all familiar with, the story of Noah. 
And in that section, we hear about Noah and the animals coming to Noah to get onto the ark. And it's that that showed me that it is spirit. The animals didn't know how to get to the ark. Someone had to tell them, and it was spirit. <laughs> That's wonderful that you share spirit that story. Speaks, yeah, spirit speaks to animals. And in that way, because spirit can do it, we can do it too. Yes, and, and in yeah. nature with, with our trees, right. our forests. And as you know, I've had many stories with animals, and I have my animal totems that I thank and give gratitude every day mm-hmm. to, to my hawk and my owl and my fairies. They're all here in my office and the willow tree. And um, one of the stories I know that you love was the one with the, the goldfinches where I was asking yes. for information from a higher source and asking for guidance. And uh, I called her Magellina, the golden finch. She landed on my cell every time I walked into the office every day for a while, and then off she went. So I started singing to her, Magellina, Magellina. <laughs> so I had this song going. And then I asked for, like you're saying, I asked for further guidance to this decision I was making. And at the side of our house where our, our bat- bathroom is, her mate showed up on that windowsill. And I thought, okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and there's a trusting with, as you know, with intuition and guidance and following your heart and coming from your heart, not your mind, as you're saying, your intellect or mm-hmm. ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, me- I love that story. <laughs> you really understood how they were communicating with you. Yes, and even recently, we've had some challenges in our family, and uh, um, Hawk, again, is my my daytime totem, and we haven't seen Hawks here for a while in our area, and when I opened the door to the person coming into the house, the Hawk flew right, just past our door, flew right along, which I've never seen, and then that week in the backyard, a Hawk showed up about four times, different Hawks, and I thought, Thank you. You're, you're reminding me to keep the bigger vision. Don't get stuck in this small stuff or anxiety or worry. <laughs> Give it, like you're saying, let go, let God. Give it to something higher power than who you are because you can't see the bigger picture, but, but keep that vision. <laughs> so, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Share some of your real life stories because in your animal wisdom tales, you know, messages of love from your pets and wild animals. Tell, tell us which wild animals you've worked with and some of these messages in your beautiful book, which we will be giving people um, the resource where they can get that at the end of the interview. Oh, yeah. Now, the most powerful wild animal experience I've, I've had was with an elephant. Oh. <laughs> His name is Nicholas. And he truly changed my perspective, and I'd love to share his story. Yes. A friend and I visited the Animal Welfare Society Sanctuary, which is in Jackson, California. They take in performance animals who are ready to be out of that industry. Mm-hmm. And they literally save them, <laughs> and then they get to live their lives out in the sanctuary. Oh, how beautiful. And the sunshine of California. So my friend and I went there during their open house, and we were standing in front of a large metal gate, and there was an elephant behind it, and his name was Nicholas. He was an Asian bull elephant. And there was a whole group of us, and we're standing there, and I'm gazing at him, and I'm sending him love and telling him how magnificent he is. And then he began communicating with me. 
he began though showing me his feelings and emotions of his childhood trauma. Mm. He um, showed me pictures of himself as a baby elephant being ripped from his mother's side and being beaten into riding a tricycle in the circus. Oh. And he, sh- I could feel, as I'm an empath, so I could feel his inner pain, his hatred for, an- for human beings, his trauma, his rage at being abused. And I asked the elephant, would you like to forgive? Because you can bring healing to yourself for forgiving those who hurt you. Mm-hmm. And he thought about it and said yes. Then he walked down the fence line away from me, and he stood facing the fence. The spirit came in to assist him in his healing, and and the elephant began banging his head against the fence. The people around me thought he wanted out, but I knew what was happening. He was releasing his deep traumatic emotional wounding. Mm -hmm. And I could feel it just flying out of him, like all the pain, and he did forgive those who hurt him and that did set him free and after a couple minutes of that he stepped back and he kind of sighed and he went <laughs> <laughs> then he walked down the fence line to where i was standing and he put his foot up on the fence and looked at me and smiled and said thank you <laughs> wow that's a powerful and story it was just i mean there were tears rolling <laughs> down my face Luckily, I had sunglasses on, so nobody realized around me what was going on other than they thought he wanted out. But he was healing, and he chose to heal. And through his healing, he taught me something important that I think all of us can gain a better understanding around, and that is animals can and do have emotional pain from their life experiences. And it's that emotional pain that fuels their behavior. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm super grateful to Nicholas the elephant for teaching me that. He really, really is an awesome elephant. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Now, like you, Suzanne, I'm an empath. Share with your audience how, because you're taking those feelings on, how do you look after yourself? Because a lot of empaths, of course, take on these emotions or they feel things in the world a lot stronger and a lot of people might be feeling that out there but they don't know how to deal with it you need to allow it to flow for me when i'm talking to an animal and they need to process that wounding i just let it flow through me if i cry i understand it's not my pain i'm feeling Mm -hmm. it's theirs and i'm actually assisting them by allowing it to flow through me and out of me for the empathic connection with people, it can be more challenging <laughs> because we, <laughs> we can feel when someone's happy, but we also feel when they're sad or depressed or angry or frustrated. And those, you have to let it flow out, but sometimes it can feel like it gets stuck in you and it's affecting you. Mm-hmm. And so it's learning the tools as an empath to process that out of you. Mm-hmm. I know one of the uh, habits in tools I have strategy is meditation every day and prayer. I Mm -hmm. do that every day in inspirational reading. And I always 
say thy will be done for an instrument of love and peace, forgiveness, and many things as we have a lot of things going on in the world, especially down in California and the US. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the emotions that are going on there and how to deal with it. And and I believe there's this these light workers coming together and that the light will always shine on the darkness and the truth will always be there. Yes. Yes. And you can ask for help. If you're feeling somebody else's energy, you can ask, ask and say a prayer for help and ask to disconnect from it. Yes. Spirit will help you. (laughs) Yes. How many animals do you have in your life right now? (laughs) I have, I have five, I have two dogs and three cats. So my household is a little wild and crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And do they all get along? They pretty much do. Uh, my older dog, Odie, does not like cats, so he tolerates them. The cats don't all get along because they're tussling around with each other to get to the top of the tree. Like <laughs> They fight mm-hmm. over who gets on top of the tree. Even though we have three, they still think they all have to be on the same tree, so they do do that. Um, but I think all of them are in my life to teach me love. Mm-hmm. Lessons, and I appreciate that. Yes, and sometimes you know, I know you know my path that some animals haven't worked with my situation at home, and just the way our layout is, and then in a forest behind, and keeping a cat in, and just all the different things. But I also believe animals come to me in my dreams all the time, and they're teaching me all the time. And mm-hmm. I also know that I can look after other people's animals and you know, walk their dog or be with their cat. Right, <laughs> so right. That's another way. Tell, yeah. us what, tell us what the rainbow bridge is. The rainbow bridge is a term we use to describe an animal passing. Mm-hmm. We visualize them walking over this beautiful rainbow bridge over to the side of heaven and being greeted by family and friends and animals. And, <clears throat> excuse me, Um, I think that in us viewing it that way, it brings us a gentler way to experience their passing. It can be emotionally painful when you lose an animal. Mm -hmm. It has been your beloved pet and companion for so many years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do do something that I call heart healing for pet loss, that I'm seeing great transformation for people's grief. Um, That's wonderful, Suzanne. Yeah, when you can talk to your pet in spirit and understand what happened around their passing, it brings healing to your heart and brings more peace to your heart. I know when our beloved Jazzy passed um, five years ago now, that it was very hard. We had to put her down, and that was the hardest thing. But she was Mm -hmm. out of pain, and that evening, it wasn't too long after, she came back as kitten and was jumping around the whole house. So we we knew she was out of pain and that she was back in spirit, which that's good back to unconditional love. Yeah. The animals, all the animals that I've talked to that have passed over, they really want us to know that it's a joy filled experience for them while we grieve over it for them leaving their body that has some sort of issue it's joyful for them to be set free from the body of limitations and to be set free into spirit. And it's 
they want us to know it's a happy, joy-filled experience for them. Mm-hmm. More or less like people passing. It's right. It's, it's it's our grief to deal with it. But as you know, my brother passed last year, and mm-hmm. he was no longer in pain. That's the worst thing you want. You don't right. want for anyone. Right. So yeah. when he left, he came back into the room when my mom and me were talking and laughing about some old stories, and he came plopping in with my dad and telling Aww. us. He said, "You know, celebrate life. Life is for the living." And I'm happy here. I'm fine. I'm in spirit, you know, and uh, uh, just remember to celebrate life. So I think that's a big part for a lot of us to learn. But the grieving is just because we miss the person. Um, right. And that's right. part of that. And celebrating life is so important. Yes. Can I share a message? Yes. From a dog who actually talks about that. <laughs> oh, I would love that. I know. Um, this dog is a Shih Tzu and her name is Hannah. And she has a message of life celebration. And I'll just read what she said. Thank you. She says, celebrate life. You human beings get so stuck in a rut, you slump around being down or depressed. Actually, let me tell you a little secret. You don't have to feel that way all the time. You can open your eyes. Look at the sky, the trees, the flowers, the birds, your family, your friends. And as you gaze upon these beautiful beings, you can realize just how magical your life truly is and then celebrate life. Oh, I'm just smiling looking at my I know. window <laughs> to the willow tree and two huge woodpeckers just went up oh. the branch. And I oh, thought, cool. <laughs> they, they do about the drumming of your heart and, and of life when, mm-hmm. they, when they beat with their, their long beak. So how perfect is that? That's beautiful. I know. And that's wisdom from an animal that we can all take in and appreciate for our lives. How do people find you? Like, how do they hear you speak? But we know you're a speaker in that. Um, Tell us where people can go find about you and your products and your services, because I think it's such a beautiful, um, what you offer to the world is such a gift. Oh, thank you, Moira. Um, Well, I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And then I have a website. If you just Google my name, it'll pop up (laughs) and be there. And I just love supporting people and animals with their emotional healing. I do feel we're all connected as empaths because animals are empathic. Yes. A lot of people may not realize that because they see a pet's misbehavior and think, oh, why is my pet doing that? They're frustrating me. But if you can remember that your pet is empathic, it can change your perspective. If you're feeling stressed out, your pet is going to empathically feel your stress and then act that out through misbehavior. Mm. So instead of getting frustrated at your pet's misbehavior, you can think, okay, what is my pet stressed out about? Am I, what am I be feeling stressed out about? Is my pet picking up on my stress? So the wonderful gift in that moment is to bring you to the present moment and be the presence of right now, which is the gift. Instead of right. worrying about the future, the past, bringing you, like you're saying, and then just ask the questions that open up your intuitive abilities to listen and then act in an inspired way in your life. Right. Yes. And that helps you with your own self-care. Yes. Mm-hmm. How it can... also supports you in the care of your pet, too. Yes. 
Yeah. How can animals build people's confidence and their courageous to be, to make bigger, bold moves in their life so they're living the life they love on their terms, which is a message of my show? Uh, <laughs> animals are actually doing this for us, and we just have to open our awareness to it. It's mm-hmm. really easy. Um, our logical mind likes to look at pet behavior and think of it of a certain way. But we can take it down into our heart space, look at the animal's behavior, and see it with a different perspective. For example, let's say you're taking your dog for a walk, and they keep stopping to sniff Mm -hmm. on different areas, and you feel like you're not walking very fast because they're going really slow and sniffing along. Instead of think, your logical mind would say, oh, I just want to get this walk done. But your heart's going to say, Ah, my pet is showing me to slow down, to enjoy life, to appreciate what's around me, to look around and feel the sunshine and the breeze. And and in that way, through their behavior, they're showing us aspects of ourselves that we can appreciate. Mm, I love that. I'm just taking that in. And again, as I'm looking at my grandmother, Willow Tree, she's just beautiful. And she's all about healing, uh, inner vision and dreams. So She's perfect when we moved here. It was something we fell totally in love with. Oh, that's awesome. Suzanne, thank you so much for sharing from your heart and soul, your wisdom of animal communication. And can you share this beautiful gift that you're going to give to our listeners today, what that is? And they will find the links to that below your interview, along with all the links to find you for your, for your programs and your services. So I can't wait to share the gift that you're giving them. Yes, I offer a free online mini course called Pet Communication 101. It's just a quick foundational learning tool you can use. It's three easy steps to help you start communicating with your pet. It's a foundational process of connecting into your heart, sending a message, and receiving it through your heart. And if you just practice these simple steps, you can start the process of animal communication. How exciting is that? Yeah. And it's, it's fun. It's easy. And there's n- really nothing more magical than talking to animals. <laughs> I really. hear that. How, yeah. That just opens up a whole new world for so many people. And, um, and not only with their pets, as you say, all animals and in nature. Yes. 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 Thank, thank you, Suzanne, so much. And namaste. Oh, thank you too, Moira. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Heart Soul Wisdom Podcast with Moira Sutton. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please join our community at moirasutton.com and continue the discussion on our Facebook page, Create the Life You Love. You will be part of a global movement connecting with other heart-centered people who are consciously creating the life they love on their own terms. Together, we can raise our consciousness for the greater good of humanity and for our planet.